It's December 10, 2021. This is Ablecraft, episode 19. And I'm Abel Kirby. I'm Sir Spencer. We roll right along. 14 days remain. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. We got stuff to do, man. I got stuff to do. No doubt. Yeah. There's a big big problem with the uh, the assembly system we put together, and that's with uh, GitHub and the file limits that they have on there. And I, uh, Yeah. I was looking at the file sizes, and nothing seemed too egregious um, in terms of hosting or using GitHub as a kind of a thing to hold all our files as I keep revising them. Because the file sizes aren't that big anyway. It's a couple MP3s and it's a couple JPEGs. And granted, they're big pictures, but they're, you know, about the size you get off a digital camera. It's not that egregious. I'm not posting gigabytes of crap. Right. A couple files, and it is a legitimate project. This is a, this is a, you know, I'm not hosting things on GitHub for people to download. This is a legitimate use of Git, as far as I can tell. Sure. Um, and we're shut down by Microsoft, the big MS, the big M dollar ah. sign. And I looked well, at... Well, thanks. Thanks, Microsoft. I looked at the large file um, extension, so there's a way that you can reference things in Git and host them somewhere else, but I don't think that's the problem. Uh, it's not that the database is slow or it's full or anything weird like that. It's that the uh, the limits of the free GitHub site, uh, well, we ran into them. Wow. And after those files are kind of small, but after putting a bunch of changes inside, you know, and they, just, they just stack up and uh, they decided that they were done uh, letting us push files to their site. So we're, I'm done with GitHub for, <laughs> for this part. We need to find a collaborative way to host this fast. Yeah. Which, which I think is just, uh, I'm going to put it on the NAS again. And you could, I'll get you the, the link, the new link. Okay. And we'll stage it there. Which is the new address. Yeah, it isn't what I wanted to do, but that's what we're going to do, I think. Yeah. So I've just been working on music. I've been working on music every chance I can. Uh, I've been trying to do a couple hours a day if I can, though yesterday I couldn't get any out in Rare Encounters on Wednesday, so I couldn't get any through there. So yep. it's just rough. But Yeah. Uh, I, I do have my first day off, my quote-unquote day off tomorrow is the first real one that I've had since October. I think wow. October 27 or 28. So I haven't had a, sing- cause a single weekend where I could sit down or do anything because I was driving 900 miles every weekend. Yeah, just driving back and forth. Yeah. And even the one the one weekend I was here, I was out looking for apartments. So you, could, you can't do anything. Yeah, you're so not really re- relaxing. So... Um, and I'm not relaxing either. It is not a day off. It is a day to get shit done. And that's how yeah. I'm treating it. So a catch-up day. It's a catch-up yeah, day. That's funny, because last weekend was the first weekend in, oh, well, probably around October, because it's when my dad uh, closed on that new house. And that was the first weekend we didn't go up there <laughs> Yeah. for the weekend. And, uh, man, I was able to get like all of this stuff around the house done. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be working on that, and so we'll be keeping people in the loop. Um, as far as the art goes, there's a lot of art coming in. Uh, you've seen some of it, but I don't think you've seen all of it. Did you see the maps art? I have not, no. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's a new one for you. You haven't been able to see it yet, then. That's because Ooh. it failed, GitHub failed when I was trying to upload that one. Ah, I gotcha. Uh, so we got that, and I checked in with uh, one of our other artists I mentioned was 
the last one I hadn't heard from in a while, and he said he's getting it to me soon. So we're going to have all our art except for one. Uh, and I have to talk to that artist and let him know what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Give him a together. status update. <laughs> stuff's coming together. Um, the the last couple things that I need to do are, aside from, from music, uh, the subtitle files. I want to make sure those are in and the... Uh, the problem with that is I need to finalize the start times on all the tracks because the timing for the subtitles has to be synced, right? Oh, right. yeah. So even though some of these tracks aren't in their final render yet, we're still working on them, or I'm yep. still working on them, uh, I have to figure out where the entry point is so at least the the um, you know subtitles can be done. And I can do that you know, when I uh, fatigue my ears with headphones on too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, there's other stuff on the project. Um, we've got Boostergrams. We got the Boostergrams from you. Uh, not from you, Spencer, from the, from the <laughs> listeners. From you listeners out there. One of them yeah. you, One of them, I know you got because you mentioned it uh, while I was on Rare Encounter because I mentioned I had a check out my node from Baystar. Oh, yes. Yep. Have you, you've gotten one of those too? I've gotten, yeah, I got the exact same one you got and uh, I, I've had several of those over time. Okay. Um, Who's Baystar? I, I don't know. It's just a node out there. Like, I get some of these sometimes. It's like, check out my node, you know, looking for connections and peers and stuff. It's just sort of like a, uh, it seems sort of like a mass ad sort of message that goes yeah. out, you know. Well, um, a lot of the times you can scroll through, uh, the, the Thunderhub displays it pretty well as far as, um, having a little comment bubble, you can usually see it. So I actually got that message um, four days ago and then again three days ago. I got one I got today. It twice. I got one the same time you got one four days ago, or three days ago, I mean. And then I got one oh, yeah. today, um, just before the show started, I think. I responded to that LNBC, you, you know, he has the... Oh, yeah, the mark is red. Mark kinda. is red. I sent him a sat. You know, if he sends me 10 sats, I'll send him one sat any day. You keep sending me 10 sats, I'll keep sending you one sat. Just, oh, there you go. <laughs> just fine with me. Um, and the only other... I see some stuff for Rare Encounters, so I'll leave... I can tell from the sender name, which is Potato Boofer. Oh, nice. <laughs> this is not for that show. Uh, oh, so. Uh, that's where we stand on that. Now, I, I understand you have some new developments on your end. Well, I'm trying to work on, uh, you know, this helipad thing that uh, Dave Jones has built. Yep. I'm working on getting that put into my Raspy Blitz, and I've got it successfully running a couple of different ways from the Raspy Blitz. So C-Dubs is helping me write an actual install script for the Raspy Blitz so that eventually you can plug it into the just the services menu and have it as a service like you would install oh, yeah. Ride the Lightning or Thunderhub or anything else. You'd be able to install this, and it would, uh, you know, just install it, make a service within the, uh, you know, what do they call them, a system D service or whatever, mm. and uh, give you an open port so that you could just navigate to your local IP to the correct port. I think Dave wrote 2112 as the default port. <laughs> of course he did. You know. Oh, that's great. And, um, yeah, uh, hopefully, right, if I uh, get it polished enough, they'll maybe they'll include it in future 
raspy bliss releases. I know that uh, Dave submitted his version of Umbral, but just by talking about it on Podcast Index, um, I guess there's another dude working on a better front end and uh, improvements to the front end. Yeah. Uh, they've already got implementation of like an inbox style for everything that has an actual boostagram on it. Ah, that's great. And read and unread, you can mark it. And then um, I want to do, you know, filtration by show and um, by, you know, you can maybe put a time frame in there. Oh, that's so the, you could so- filter by date. That's the thing that I really need is I need to be able to chunk this out by yeah by date. So when I do. Uh, rare encounter boostograms. I need to go from the previous show date to today, and I yep. only want to see that. And when I, but I need a different set of dates for Ablecraft. That's right. Yeah, so. I have the same thing between my two shows. Uh, and when I'm saving RTL invoices, you know, sometimes you'll go in there and you're sorting by a hundred, and there's like a hundred and seven invoices since the last time you pulled. And so you gotta like pull those hundred, and then you gotta pull the next hundred. And cut the seven out and put them in a new spreadsheet. It's just a nightmare. But yeah. the beautiful thing about Helipad is it takes all of your uh, TLVs from like the beginning of time, all of them it can see, and it just builds a SQLite database like yes. right off. It just does it, boom, and it grabs like five hundred at a time. And I think when my database builds out, there's like forty one hundred uh, boost activities. So. Anything that's a boost, whether it has a message or not, you know, it doesn't do all of the streamed SAT payments, the streamed invoices, just does things that are boosts. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about yeah, that, that database, man. The database is awesome because that's what you can parse through and sort and, you, can, you know, call to. And you gonna, could have a leaderboard like uh, things that we've been talking about. Yeah, you can build reports based off from it. Yeah, exactly. Which is what you need to uh, to use it for anything serious. You need to be yep. able to report per quarter, report per week. Yep. You know, report per pay cycle, whatever it is. Yeah, I lo- I <laughs> gives me goosebumps thinking about. It. But uh, yeah, that's what we're working on now. We're working on uh, making it so that you can just menu install it. And if you fork the Raspy Blitz code. You can actually work on a dev version of the of the Raspy Blitz code so that you can put these custom things in. Because, um, like, right now, for instance, the only other thing I've custom put on my node is the the igniter script, which starts Rings of Fire. It's like that first, uh, which is a really simple script. It's just a a few LNCLI calls to yeah. correct, correctly um, balance a Ring of Fire. Uh, this... Is a whole package. It's a whole Rust application, and if you say update your Raspy Blitz uh, and flash from a new SD, all that goes away. Yep. Unless you have um, these config files configured, and if you do that correctly, like if you turn it on as a service, and if you have a note in your file, basically when you do an update from a fresh SD, uh, it will go on your hard drive where all your channel information and everything else is, and it looks and says, oh, yeah, you have RTL installed, you have Thunderhub installed, you have Balance of Satoshis installed, and as it does the update, it just reinstalls all of that stuff. It just reruns those scripts. Oh, cool. Uh, so you could do that with, in the case of Helipad, too, you could have it just auto-install. Yeah. At the uh, the top of the year here, I'm going to be spending some time just reevaluating all my stuff all of the weird things that I put in and uh, 
you know, I just configured it, whatever the default was or whatever sounded good at the time, because I was just throwing uh, my, my node together and my systems together. Yeah. And take a closer look at what happened, what I set, what worked, what didn't, and, you know, come up with a better config. Well, here's a question I've had for you for a few shows now, but I just keep forgetting <laughs> to ask it. Is uh, how on earth are we going to get this uh, channel between ourselves balanced? Uh, I, I I've been running I've been running balance scripts, and I guess I just don't know like your channel states or what you, what the channels look like on your side. I mean, we can talk sometime. Well, I tried to balance it last night. That, I tried to balance that one, and I tried to balance a uh, another one I had with um, Metis because mm-hmm. they're both incredibly unbalanced. Uh, the problem was, every time I tried to do a circular rebalance, I would get, oh, there's four or five hops or something, depending on what yep. channel. Here's the estimated fees. I don't care. I'll pay 5,000 sats. I don't care, which is too much, sure. but I'll pay it. And I would put the transaction out, and it it would it would sit, and then it would time out. And yeah. I was wondering if it was fees or if it was if it has to do with the fact I'm running on, on a Tor address. But when I... It shouldn't be Tor, because I've always been Tor. A lot of the times, it's just that the capacities are wrong in all of the hops, you know? Mm. So, like, all of the hops it's looking for are also unbalanced uh, unfavorably. Yeah. Which, typically, the way, the perfect way to solve it, and the way that uh, I do sometimes, especially to less connected nodes, since, um, since Lorian and I each run a node... Uh, it's essentially like having two nodes. And if you have a channel, a direct channel from each of those nodes to the node you're trying to balance with, then then you have like a a master balance ability. You know, you can yeah. balance anything. Well, um, the I did a poll back when we did the Ring of Fire where I said, how long would it take for the Ring of Fire to be completely unbalanced? Yeah. Uh, and I think the options were Halloween, Christmas, or uh, it was like Easter or something like that sometime in next year. So I think we have the answer. Uh, the <laughs> the true answer is just before Christmas because that's how long it took for under normal use without thinking too much about it for the channel to come unbalanced. Uh, and I wasn't maintaining it, so, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, so it, my one with uh, Adam, I've balanced like probably twice since then too. Yeah. And he just... He has like a, his node has a gravity that just pulls sats to it. <laughs> no, I look at my, uh, the routing uh, list and it's like, oh, wow, it's just sucking stuff from all these different channels and it's all going out to, uh, what was the routing peers? The podcast index and uh, yep. that's usually where it goes to. Metis has taken some of them, I guess. but Or they're coming from that and they're going out to, oh, you know what? Here's the main route. Here's the main route. They're coming in from podcast index to me to Metis. Uh, very yeah. very interesting and uh, is that how all the uh, well let me look at the channel here Meta's media that is the one that's completely unbalanced yep that's why I don't have any local balance <laughs> left to Meta's media even though I don't you know I, I like Dave but I don't send them all the uh, all the sets all the time it's right. just routing yep so yeah so that's the crazy part about routing is you're like, oh, all these sats are going out, but like then they're also coming in. It's just a mirror mirror action. So I had a dream. I couldn't sleep last night, and I woke up, and uh, I, I was trying to figure out how to <laughs> how to rebalance my node at 3 a.m. because I, uh, I nice. couldn't get through anything else. And this, I had this vision of 
a piece of software where you see, you know, like the node graph on uh, whatever that website is, where it just shows you all the different nodes around. And I want to see my node in the center, and I want to kind of hold down control and click on the four or five nodes I want to sense, uh, I want to route through, and then have a you know like a, the the chain appear, and then I want to hit go and I want it to send a paint compute the uh, the route, and then send the payment through. Mm-hmm. I want a visual a GUI that shows me uh, that lets me kind of just pick stuff. I want to pick uh, pick pick out my own route through the entire network, and then and then ship it. Yeah, maybe, that would maybe be it's cool. circular, you know. Maybe it goes back to myself. But one of the way one of the things I was thinking about was if you had a fund where you had just a bunch of sats on hand that you were only going to use for fees and you but but what you're really going to do is uh go and rebalance strangers channels. Yeah, like a uh, little good, the, you the know, good Samaritan maybe, balancer. Maybe not in, maybe not strangers, but people in your neighborhood. Like sure, we like in our uh, commune, <laughs> we have the the sad balancer, and uh, it goes out to all our friends and maintains their nodes for them. It goes out to my family and maintains their nodes for them uh, by uh, by doing these complex rebalances where I have to send a route uh, that that goes outside of our network and back into them so I can shift channels, shift sets that way. Or it might go from inside our network, in, out, inside our commune, <laughs> inside our <laughs> cult, and out to the, uh, the the rest of the world. So there's, I don't know, This it's been on my mind. There's stuff like that I think is desirable, especially yeah. if you have a bunch of friends who use this stuff. And, you know, one of the things that I've always, I've always thought was that People would want to have a list of zero fee uh, connections. So if I want to send them, uh, I want to have a like a whitelist where I say, "Oh yeah, uh, any transaction between me and you, we ju- we're just going to agree it's zero fees no matter what." Yeah. And external routing stuff is going to you know incur fees, but we, if it's just between us, we won't we won't share fees. Or if it's between um, you and me by way of a third friend, no fees. The problem with that is the the third friend that we're going by way of can't tell if if the packet if the uh if the payment was from me or if it was from someone else that's routing through me you know there's no way to know sure. some extra information because of the way it's you know the onion routing thing is going on yep so i don't know how that would work but it's well, desirable it was, to have it was if it was from you or if it was routed from outside of you i guess like the the pathway is still the same. Yeah. So it's just kind of the, uh, uh, what you're describing, uh, is called a super node where several nodes act in tandem with zero fees, um, all throughout each other. So it kind of makes it, uh, more desirable for the network to choose those routes, uh, just because, you know, you have all these hops that are free. And so you have a lot more connectivity for the same, same fee price. Does that involve having, private channels open between all of the the supernode elements and also public channels parallel public channels between the supernode elements so that you can have two different fees um i don't think you would have private just because well private channels don't route so well yeah but so you can do the interchange between your own stuff internally and also have the route publicly routing fees because you're not going to route uh, an internal payment through that public channel if the fees are high. 
I'm just, is that the topology? You're it's saying basically no, uh, no, and the reason it's no is because basically a super node with zero fees in between the members are only charging once those payments leave the super node, so leave one of the members. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, I guess that so makes they would, sense. So they would all still be public channels. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. It's the, the final problem that I have yet to see a solution to is the one where my employer wants to pay me a lot of sats. Like, my real paycheck is a lot of sats. Uh, way more than we're dealing with right now. Right. And so what that means is I need a big, big old channel. And what's going to happen is in order to make use of the channel, my employer would have to first have it open. They'd transfer, say, a year's worth of pay or a quarter's worth of pay, you know, as as it is billed. And, but then if you don't want to have those on-chain transactions, you know, to open another channel every quarter, you right. do have to go back and rebalance it. And I don't see how that happens unless I spend 100% of uh, my income in some way that it gets routed back to the employer any, anyway. So it's like the you you have to have zero savings to make it work. In my head, anyway. Yeah, it's an interesting... Uh, it's an economy problem, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like a, but. It's like the, the, the trolley path. <laughs> Choose the correct <laughs> trolley path. Well, the, <laughs> thinking about, you know, Adam uh, was talking about his... The Texas Slim Beef Initiative. Oh, yep. Uh, what was it called? The the Oshi uh, app and everything. Yep. Uh, did we talk about the Oshi app? I don't think we've mentioned it on this show. I did uh, install it, but there's just nothing in my area. <laughs> I thought it was funny that they called it Oshi uh, because it's obviously it's like a takeoff from, you know... Uh, uh, Satoshi's, and, right. you know, it's the Japanese name because it's the Japanese word for delicious. <laughs> and I was, it, but, and here's what I thought when I heard them discuss that on that interview was, I wonder how Texas beef producers who compete with something uh, called uh, Kobe beef, I wonder how they feel about having a Japanese name on this thing. Uh, hmm. Interesting. I don't know, yeah. I don't know. Ah, well. I never thought about it that way. Ah, well. There's not not much more to say on that. <laughs> it's just it was a fun interview though. Food stuffs, no doubt. All right, what do we got for final business? Uh, final business. I heard you uh, <laughs> incredibly briefly mentioned on the podcasting two point I was. I didn't. I didn't listen to it yet. Uh, what did they uh, say about me? It was just your boost. Uh, it was a two-word boost. Man, now I can't even remember it <laughs> when I brought it up. What? It was like, uh, it was like yes, absolutely, or something like that. I don't know. It was something like that. <laughs> it was very, it's very like, brief. It sounds like something stupid. I I boosted while it was. Yeah, I was responding to something in the podcast or whatever. Yeah, there's a few of those. I always love when those are read because it's like, or what like there'll be a boost and somebody's like, awesome, <laughs> awesome, yeah. <laughs> And they're like, okay, you know, in a perfect world, you'd have the little, because it comes with a timestamp, right? And so you'd have a little timestamp or like the clip, and then you just play whatever relevant uh, clip they're saying awesome to. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what are you going to do? It's all there. It's in the TLV. So the foresight was there to put it in the, put it in. 
uh, it's just not being decoded and displayed yet. So there's just yep. the bottom line is there's just more work to do. As always, no doubt. And we could gonna keep doing it. Yep. <laughs> well, until next time, I've been Abel Kirby, <laughs> and I've been Sir Spencer. Spencer.